detected. This portion of the stream has been removed. Hello, hello, hello. There's a female centaur. We're all gonna ride in the battle. Yeah, oh. right. What goes on in here while I'm gone for those few seconds? Oh, you don't. Well, know. some uh, yeah. some fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, welcome tonight. We are, there is still a little bit of technical difficulties going on, but uh, let's see what else we got going on here. It's more than just that. Ah, evidently, um, we're not streaming to Facebook tonight because this is just how life goes in the last stream of 2020. Ah. Uh, is this the last one? Oh, it is. I mean, we could probably squeeze out a couple more before the end of the year, but this is the last Monday before. Yeah, the end of the year. we could do it tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great. We'll see if we can run the DM out of all of his content. Um, that's there, a good possibility that that will happen tonight. So we'll we'll see. Uh oh. Although we are famous for stretching that into three sessions, so we are. Uh, yeah, you know, it's always it's always an adventure. See who gets killed tonight. That is that is for certain. Chris, you got a woodwick candle gone? Nope, that would uh, be Zoramir. Ah, I can hear it. Really? It is. Yeah. I have it like the last couple weeks. Like five feet from my mic. Well, you're running that ultra super duper stuff. All right. Well, um, we'll get we'll get started here. Um, hope everyone had happy holidays. As we jump into the rest of the story here with the unfortunate inf incidents from last week. Let's Hey, running into a troop of minotaurs is not an unfortunate incident. Let's get a little bit. <laughs> well, maybe not for you. For the rest of our ears. Zormir. They all smell. You <laughs> <laughs> need a bath. If only Nemoria were here, she'd tell us about how much we all stink. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Now nope. she stinks. <laughs> Worms. One second here. All sorts of technical things going on I've got to look into. Lisa were nice enough to put her in the water, in the ocean. Yeah, so maybe Eastob can put... Um little statue to dedicate it to Nemoria. Yeah, since I was his first. Mm -hmm. Acolyte. It may Stick be his last. Who knows? Probably. Yeah. All right. So last week... Rob comes in here as Eastob. <laughs> oh, yeah! Little <laughs> <laughs> pan. Last week, um, the party left... The dead spokes and proceeded east um, out into the uh, 
the plains between the Dead Spokes and Breckensfjord. Um, Nemoria was lost in, in battle as they camped next to the egg of some creatures and didn't realize it. Uh, Nemoria, we're getting some crackle from you. Um, Nemoria is not available right now. Please try your <laughs> call again later. <laughs> and the Nemoria fell in battle and was sent off by the party into the wide ocean blue. As <clears throat> they moved forward, they ran into uh, a camp of traveling minotaur bards, I guess would be the gypsies gypsies and identified uh, they identified as centaurs that they they were yeah <laughs> you could tell it's the last stream of this year <laughs> it'll be a fun night um they, they let the party know that one of their own out searching for food had uh, not returned in a couple days and they were concerned about uh, his whereabouts and the party tracking them approached a beach where they saw a minotaur standing on top of a, a rock and that's where we left off from last week. So, Does the Minotaur see us? Are we far enough away? Um, yeah, he, he turned around and looked at us. Yeah, he turned around oh. and looked at you. Yep. So, um, I'll, I'll wave. Hi. <laughs> he uh. waves back. Um, and you can see, uh, if you don't remember, me back up here some he he uh, has some greenery stuffed into his belt he's holding a, a rather large rock hmm. can we help you ah. what is going on who are you Well, I am Blaylock, <clears throat> and we've come to find you. If you could excuse me for a moment, and then I'm, I'm going to turn around, and then I'm going to uh, just make a little adjustment on my lungs. Okay. <laughs> Uh, don't mind him. That's just odd. Um, where have you been? I am Khan. Khan Tango. And I am from the uh, a Minotaur tribe. Uh, about a day's ride or so from here. Out searching for food. Yeah, <clears throat> they said you've been gone an awful long time. That's why we 
said we would help find you. I I have been gone longer than usual. They probably are missing me. Um, odd that they would send a search party, though. I always returned. And you see him kind of looking around and still uh, foraging for things. Now, we saw him using some sort of magic, correct? No. I thought you said he had some stone in his hand or something. He he has what looks like a, a, a stone, a, a round stone in his hand, yes. Okay. I Does thought he... there was something coming off of it, but... Does he seem to have gathered much of any food? Um, he's got that... He's got a stone and he's got some greenery in his belt, but that's all about it. That's it. I've been gone for an awful long time to have, uh, unless you're hiding it, not gathered much food there. Well, I found these. And he <clears throat> holds up the stone. It's it's an egg. And they are quite delicious. I ate one the other night, testing to see if this would be a, a sufficient food source for us. Does it look like an egg? Yeah. I, I mean, not what you would see as like a breakfast or chicken egg, but no. it... No, I mean... Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all around here, and this could solve our food issues for quite some time. What creature does this egg belong to? I don't know, a delicious one, evidently. Find it peculiar that uh, the parent of this egg doesn't come and protect it. Uh, creatures drop off eggs all the time. Leave them. It's no big deal. I want to insight check. Okay. 16. He seems um, very confident in what he's found. And he's not trying to lie to anyone. He's not, nothing exudes that he's telling you anything other than the truth. Okay, so I've been to a couple places on this island. Can I do a survival check to see if I've seen anything looking like that? Sure. Okay. Um, just from looking uh, from what you can see, um, it doesn't look reptilian in nature. Or, or from any sort of bird, I should say, also. But a uh, triceratops. No, not a triceratops. <laughs> from from the far west. <laughs> <laughs> that's why not much materials prepared. We're all rolling. Uh, I I found these, and I, I think if we gather a few more, maybe you all can help me take them back to the camp, and we could feast and live happily as winter comes. There is a slight chill in the air. Well, we 
told them that we would bring you back if we found you, so... Um, that's the plan. Great, great! And he reaches down and you see him pulling on another egg and it, it takes some force, but he, he removes it from sitting on the uh, the rock and pulls it up. Let me gather a few more. And you hear <laughs> the rock oh, no. that he's standing on starts raising and oh, no. lifting. <laughs> Khan starts shout at him to get off the rock. He starts moving. He can't keep his his balance as sand falls from the sides of this massive rock. It gets taller and taller and it stands up probably 20 feet in the air. And he just tumbles off the side, just rolling end over end, falling down to the ground. And you hear the sound of almost like a melon being thrown against the wall as his head hits a rock on the beach and he he lay there beside it as legs begin to come out stretching to the side and then up from the sand you hear a clacking as massive claws raise up from the sand and you're staring at the largest crab you've ever seen in your life. Roll initiative. Is there a table? Do what? Is there a table? A table? To hide under. He's gonna oh. go hide under it. <laughs> Let me, uh... second here before we start by the way I'm pretty proud of this map it's it's beautiful this is massive (laughs) what what is that oh I'm not a mute that's a big dinner right there. <laughs> Is this the biggest creature we've ever fought? No. I thought the heart was pretty big too. But yeah, mind you, we fought like like quite a few dinosaurs. Yeah. Like like a little dragon. All right. Blaylock, your initiative, please. Ten. Zoramir? Uh, 21. Grayson? 18. All right. Zoramir, you are up. Um, I'm going to take out my uh, crossbow, take aim, and try and shoot at one of its eyes. Okay. Uh, 25, no, 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 14. Wow, that was bad math. That's really bad math. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's going to be this way all night, folks. Uh, all right. Uh, that's a miss. Uh, as you, yeah. you guys hear, uh, and it fires off into the distance, followed by a spook as it splashes into the, the ocean waves. And that's all I got. I'm going to take out my rapier and just stand at the ready in case he gets closer. Okay. Grayson, you are up. All right. I am going to run within 15 feet of Khan. Okay. I want to use my action to try to snag him with the whip and then use the rest of my movement to pull him back. So you need within 10 feet, you said? 15. Or, nope, 10. Yep. Why I thought I had a 15-foot reach, I don't know. But. Not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're, you're within there. Go ahead and give it a shot. Uh, that would be 27. Uh, that's successful, yeah. You whip forward and <coughs> it wraps around the foot of Khan. Okay, so I have 40 feet on at once. So how many did it take me to get there? Uh, it took you 30 to get there, so you have 10 feet. Guess that's what I'm doing. Pulling back 10 feet? Yep. Okay. Attack of opportunity. More than like I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Um, as the creature moves forward, its legs thrusting into the sand, it barely misses Khan as a leg comes down beside him. But it does miss him. And he's going to attack Grayson. Uh, he misses and misses Blaylock you are up alright first move gonna whip out the turret and this will be the arcane protector of course you're gonna whip out the turret of course I never I would just like to point out Oh, I, I believe we just got done talking about pre, uh, like pre. I, I know. I just didn't. I just didn't have it ready. <laughs> I would like to point out that Nemoria has raised from the dead. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Nemoria. yeah. Nemoria comes back as like as an undead, like from the <laughs> uh, the ocean that we just cast her in. She uh-huh. just she just teleported back. All right. Yeah. Oh. All right. There's your your turret. It. it you throw it out. Yeah. All right. So that's action. Uh, did, have, remind me. We haven't. We. He can't move or do anything the first turn, right? Is he has in essence like a summoning sickness? You tell me. It's yours. Okay. Well, I, because as a bonus action, I tell him to do something. Okay. So he moves as a bonus action. Uh, no. Well, he can move and act on a bonus action. Okay. Then then go for it. Okay. So. Uh, he's going to move over. I want to get him in range of Grayson, is what I want. 
I want I want to make sure he's in range of Grayson and but so it looks like to the five to the left, five yards to the left. Yeah. Is he in range with everybody? Uh, what is your range? Uh, it is ten feet. Uh, I, I thought it was ten. Yes, ten feet. Yep, he is in range of Grayson. That is, everyone gets 12 temporary hit points. Ooh, nice. And that is, uh, I'm going to move 10 feet myself. Okay. North. All right. There we go. That's it. That's the end of my turn. All right, Zormir, you are up. Um. Okay, how far am I from him? You are uh, 15, 20 feet-ish. 15 for the hitbox. Okay. Um, my rapier, John, I'm going to run up to him and uh, again slash at one of his ice stocks that are sticking out. Okay. okay. Much better there. 21. That hits. I do get a sneak attack on this, right? Twenty-eight points. All right. As you slash away, you you kind of jump onto one of the claws, run up the side, grab a hold of the one of the eye stalks, and kind of yank it. As you just stab and slash best you can, and then slide down back in front of it in a defensive posture. And I'm going to cunningly disengage back ten feet. Let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Okay. All right. Grayson, you are up. All right. Um, how tall is this thing? It's probably 15 feet above you. It's pretty tall. I'm going to try to get on top of it and attack it from there. Okay. Um, what are you doing with Khan? I'm releasing the whip. Okay, so you just kind of give it a shake and release the whip? Yep. Alright, uh, so you're going to jump on top of it? Yeah, I'm going to try to get on top of it. Alright, um... Uh, Give me uh, an acrobatics to get on top of it like that. Oh, uh, that would be a 27. You're good. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to use the whip to go for one of its claws or pinchers. Okay. <clears throat> that is a 23 to hit. That hits. For 12 damage. And then I'm going to punch it. Or punch down into it. It shall. Okay. Net 20. Nice. All right. Uh, 
Maximum damage, the target cannot speak for 1d4 round. I think that'll be okay. Yeah, so that is... Nine damage. All right. And my AC is now uh, 21 until the end of my next All right. And that's my turn. It is going to move forward because Zormir did that. I need you to, Grayson, to roll an acrobatics to stay on its back. Twenty-six. Okay, you're good, Zormir. It is going to snap at you with one arm. Oh, yeah, that hits. Uh-huh. Okay. Hold on. It hits you for thirty two points of bludgeoning damage. Everybody use uncanny dodge on that. And you are now grappled in its claw. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to take its other claw. No. And snap at you. And it hits. Mm. For 23 points of bludgeoning damage. How do you always choose creatures that grapple? Grapple's not as bad as the others. <laughs> um, all right. Blaylock, you are up. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going I'm to try Old Faithful in here. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, my gun and I'm going to... Um, pointed at the crab and then I'm going to attempt to reduce it. Okay. Okay. What are you doing with your staff? Uh, it's being thrown to the ground. Okay. That, the gun was just for dramatic effect. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I'm, I'm casting uh, I'm casting reduce on it. Has to make a con saving throw 17. All right. Oh, it's good. <laughs> uh, yep. After I saw that it was a con saving throw, I was like, yep, mistakes were made. Okay. And um, uh, what's his name is going to pulse. Okay. And, yep, he's going to pulse. Good old arcane turret. And that is 4d6. 
for eight. Uh, everyone has eight temporary hit points instead of 12, depending on where you were before. <coughs> Me. Yeah, except for Zoramir. Okay. Zoramir, you're up. Yeah, that's the end of my turn. Um. Uh, how far can I reach with my rapier? Are my arms like grabbed? No, <clears throat> you're grappled. You can still move and stab and do everything like normal. Your speed is just zero. Um, is it a full action to try and free myself? Yep. Alright, uh, I'm gonna use my action to try and free myself. Okay. I use Flash of Genius on him. Um, I, I would say no. Okay. Strength Jack, right? Uh, yes. <sighs> One, not natural. Okay, um, you just can't bring yourself. You push and wiggle and, and shift from side to side trying to push yourself out of the claw and, and you can't seem to get get there. Uh, Alright, then I'm going to take my rapier and reach out and try and slash at the other eye stock. You can't. That was your action. I can't use that as a bonus action? Nope. Can I do it with my dagger? Nope. To use the dagger, you have to uh, take the attack action. Oh, all right, all right. That's my turn. All right, Grayson, you're up. Okay. Let's see. All right. Begin with the whip. 20, not natural. That hits. For 13 damage. Okay. Um, unarmed strike. Natural 19, which is a crit. Maximum damage, and you may make another attack with disadvantage against the same target. That was... 13. That misses. Okay. <clears throat> I am going to use... Action Surge and take another attack. This one will be two whip attacks. 18 for the first one. That hits. 12 damage. Second one is 13, so that misses. Okay, that's my turn. And again, my AC is now 21 till the end of my. <laughs> okay. 
The crab. Moves back toward the water. Grayson, make a acrobatics check. Twenty-two. Okay. And <coughs> Mary, you feel the pincher tighten. And natural one. That mean he lets me go? <laughs> Daddy. It's a bludgeoning attack. If the attack was a kick or claw, your speed is reduced five feet for 1d4 rounds. Okay. So for four rounds, it's reduced by five feet. Uh, and he makes his second attack. Natural 20. Boy, that's scaled. Oh, no. <laughs> is that on me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you're next to the ocean. Was <laughs> this another pincher or a bite? It's a bludgeoning. It's a, it's the other claw. Well, good. Uh, this. You take double damage and you lose one attack on your next turn. Oh. Who loves uncanny dodge? Yes. Me, me, I do. Uh, wasn't bad. Thirty-two points of bludgeoning damage. Wasn't bad, he says. Could have been my worse. <laughs> And uh, Blaylock, you're up. I'm going to. Now, what does it take to pick up the staff again? A bonus action. action. Bonus action. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bend down, pick up the staff again. Okay. Okay. And actually, you know what? I'm just gonna do the old switch real. Put gun down, pick up staff. Ready? Okay. Good. Uh, and then I'm going to point. Uh, the staff at the uh, at the crab and use scorching ray third level. Okay, last we said it was on Eldritch Blast. Did you switch it? Scorching ray is not a. Oh, staff you're using spell. your spell. That Sorry, a, that is a super <laughs> awesome Blaylock spell. I'm not used to that. Yeah, <laughs> go for well, it. Most of super awesome Blaylock spells affect the entire party. Um, so, or the, everything in range. So, um, all right. So we're gonna point that sucker at it, and this is five bolt or four, um, four rays. So what what everyone sees is that if anyone's looking, is you're gonna see almost like a, a little purple that seems to be like a target icon or icon, haha, uh, on the crab. And then I'm just gonna fire, um, not even at the crab, but you'll see these four bolts will circle around and actually hit the crab coming from all different angles. So you want these rolled separately? Yes. 
they're they're all separate hits. All separate hits. Alright, all right, so first one is do you want do you want me to do damage at the same time? You can. Do I get the arcane focus for each ray? You would. Which it's an it's an extra one d eight. Yep. Okay. As long as you're well, you're is your arcane focus the gun still? Uh, no, it's it's been the staff ever since okay. we got the staff. Yep. It switched from the gun to the staff. Okay. So the first one was uh twenty three. That hits. To hit. And then six. That's ten points of damage. Okay. Next one is 17 to hit. That hits. Okay, and that's 13, 15 points of damage. Okay. And next one is 18 for 8 points of damage. Okay. Last one. Uh, nat 20 at 11 points of damage. Let's see what the card says. This is, well, magic. Double damage. So 22? Yeah. All right. As bolts come out from the staff, and it's almost like in slow motion as they raise up in the air and then slam into the side. The crab raises up, screeching out as parts of its shell blow off. Uh, Grayson, do make a, an, another acrobatics check as you're trying to stay on as it's raising up. 18? Yeah, you're good. And uh, Zormir, you are up. Um, I, uh, I'm going to try and wiggle my way out. Okay. Ooh, 17. Uh, in the confusion, while it was raising up, you feel the grip loosen just a bit, and, and you kind of suck in your belly and put your arms up in the air, and you're able to kind of slide out and hit the ground. Uh, so you are right there. I'm going to then immediately cunningly disengage and hobble away uh, 20 feet. Straight back? Yeah. Okay. Grayson, you're up. All right. Making an attack. That is 22 to hit. <coughs> I am going to use two Eye of the Slayer dice, which is 1d8 each on top of the regular damage. Okay. For a total of... (sighs) 22 damage. All right. And then my unarmed 
15. That hits. Okay. For eight damage. All right. So you let out the whip and it cracks against the shell. Pieces start flying off. You try to start slamming it down into the pieces of exposed flesh underneath the shell. Uh, It cries out and screams. And in anger charges forward. Assuming I'm taking an acrobatic chair. You will be, yes. <laughs> They're 14. 14? Yep. All right. Uh, you do fall. And you are prone. Uh, as you fell up on the rocks and you take... Two points of bludgeoning damage. Why? As it. Oh, and we got a roll for that. Uh, It almost steps on Khan again, but it it does miss, and it's attacking Blaylock. What's your AC now? Shield. Okay, shield, you're good. <laughs> and it's attacking again. Uh, I can't do it twice. Dang it. Well, it's it's good until the start of your next turn, so it misses oh, again. Yeah. Yeah, so that puts it at twenty two, by the way. Yep. It misses. Blaylock, you are up. Ooh. Who's by me? Ooh. Hmm. Um, I think now is an excellent opportunity to use a spell that I haven't been able to use in quite a while. Ooh. Oh, man. Shocking grasp? No. Heal? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I could resist. Quiet, you're not here. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I am. I'm going back to mute. Um, I'm I'm gonna take my staff and I'm gonna uh, and I'm gonna grab it with with both hands. I'm gonna jam it into the ground, and use Thunder Wave, um, third level. I know the turret is gonna be. Uh, it's gonna have to make a up. save. Yep. It's what's have to make a save. What's the save? Um, it's a con of seventeen. Oh, he's good. Okay, on a, on a miss, uh, does it take half on, on a successful save? The creature takes half. Okay, so that's fine. I'll take that. So that's 4, 5, D8. Back? Not on a uh, success. Uh, on a failed save, the creature takes and is pushed back 10 feet, so it's not pushed back. Oh, yeah. The turret. Oh, goodness. Let me see if I can make the turret save. 
the turret does not save. It takes uh, the full brunt, 23 points of damage, and is pushed back 10 feet. Okay. Zormir, you see the turret, and it kind of rolls in front of you and just stops, and you see its legs kick out and flip itself over. Okay. Uh, bonus action. Um, it's going to use... Uh, it's going to pulse. Okay. So it hits just Zoromir? Yep, just uh, Zoromir and itself. So that's 10, uh, 10 temporary hit points for Zoromir and uh, the turret. I will take it. All right, that's the end of my turn. Zoromir, you are up. Um, How far am I from him? You are 15 or 10, 15 feet. All right. Uh, bracing myself and taking a deep breath, I'm going to pull out Venom Strike, charge at it again, and take a swipe at his other eye stock. All right. Uh, hopefully that hits. 27 to hit. Just hits. Uh, 27 points. How do you want to do this? Alright. I'm gonna come put a foot planted on its claw there that just had me grappled. Somersault onto the back of the crab. Take one dagger, stab it into the soft shell of it, take my venom strike and slice off its eye and then plunge it deep in its body. Alright. So you, you run up, and much like a legless, you run right up the claw, up the arm, jump up top. As you do, you pull the dagger out of Venom Shrike and thrust it down into the soft flesh. It screams out in pain and raises up, and as it does, holding uh, Venom Strike with the blade going backwards, you bring the, the, the sword forward, uh, cutting both eye stalks off of it. They fall down and run off you then pull the dagger out of the flesh put it back into venom strike do a backflip off of the crab and shove it right into the where the eye stalks were coming out of and cut all the way down as you land on the ground in front of it it gets up and its legs start thrusting um grayson i need you to make a dexterity saving throw it kills you in death um, 21. Okay. Uh, as it, you roll out of the way as its legs thrust into the, the soft sand, as it's in its death throes, it moves around before f- finally coming to a stop and falling to the ground with a giant. <laughs> the air stays silent for a moment as the creature lay dead. Look like seafoods for the dinner tonight. Dinner is served. Get up. Oh, my back. Oh, I'm feel that. back. My, my furry rear end. Grabbing my sides. I landed I... on a rock. 
Guys, thank, thank nobody tagging the claw and getting me free. A little busy mm. on top. <laughs> oh, first, first things first. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to eject my lungs real quick, and then, and then um, draw a rune on the little bags that come out, and then inhale them back in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do that shit on your own time. Zormir, you you turn and see Blaylock, and he's like, and you see these sacks. He grabs hold of them; they're just dripping. And and as they hit his his hands, he takes a breath of air, writes something on it, better, and puts it back in, and just. Grayson, I think we have a problem with with Blaylock over here. The creature got him. It's fine. Everything is fine now. Mm. How are you? I go over to Khan and try to wake his ass up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so you you start shaking him, and after <coughs> after some time, you see his eyes open up. Oh, what what happened? Was that an earthquake? He grabs the back yeah. of his head, and you can see he looks at it to see blood on the back of his head. Yeah, I think you pissed off the wrong creature. Those eggs you've been eating have probably been the babies of this giant freaking crab. Very curious mm, well, biology we have here. Mm, crustaceans with eggs. Hmm, curious. They do have eggs. I looked it up. <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with this type well, of yeah. creature. Bolts. Uh, he he kind of sits up and he looks at you. Well, I I guess it won't have need for the rest of those eggs then. Yeah, maybe we don't go for the eggs and we uh, cut this baby open and there's plenty of meat in that for a while. That is a good choice. How many of those can we get back to camp? That one leg could probably feed the camp for a month if stored properly. Uh, for the survival check? Yeah. Seventeen. Okay. <clears throat> That's to remove the leg. Well, he was saying how much. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, how many do you guys want to take back? Well, I'm going to lean down and grab well, one of the ice socks. Well, we've got I just a, a sack of awesomeness okay. that could carry quite a bit of weight. No, look at. I'm gonna look at Grayson. Mm, Grayson, we could fit quite a few in that handy little sack you have. Put two or three. Mm. I suppose I can help fill up that sack. Mm, yeah. Upon inspection. You can have whatever's left, Zoramir, to do whatever it is you do. How much of this thing do you can I think I can fit in my bag? 
could probably fit more if you emptied out <coughs> the mess that's in there already. Yeah, scratch my eyebrows. Mess in there. Mm. Start walking towards the crab. I mean, the, these legs are as big around as Zoromir himself. <laughs> I mean, these these are big legs. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the turret over in range and guide the turret over here to in range with everybody, um, and then he'll pulse and give us all some temporary hit points. Okay. And that's that's another seven temporary hit points for everybody, just in case. Um, how is everybody feeling? Well, other than that rock hitting me in the back, mm. I'm doing okay. About us. Good as as good as somebody can for being in the pinchers of that great beast. Uh, can I do a medicine check of uh, of Zoramir? Come over here, Zoramir. Sure. I'm gonna do something weird with your lungs, are you? Something weird with your lungs in a minute. <laughs> uh, that's a thirteen. Blaylock reaches over and like sticks a big meaty finger into your mouth and holds it open and he's looking Whoa. in there and pushing the top part of your, your head back. <laughs> big old fat minotaur finger into that little little hobbit mouth. It's Whoa, like the whole God, thing. What are you doing? You look fine. Look like a doctor to me, Blaylock. Well, we should take some time and harvest as much as we can from this crab for your troop, Khan. Got three legs, right? Is that what we're doing? We're just making out for three legs? Since you're fucking huge. Yeah, no, I'm just... They're, they're big, yeah. Hey, this is an A and B conversation between me and Cotton, okay? You can see your way out. <laughs> oh, get... Ouch! You can the carry... Your... <laughs> you can carry the rest. All right, so, so you're breaking off three legs? Yeah. Okay. Who's carrying what? What up? Try and grab, wrap my arms around one and try and lift one up. Uh, make strength check. Eleven. Eleven? Yep. Wow, <laughs> you yeah, like a nat 20 there? <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see Zoramir grab a hold of one and he's like, I got this, guys. And he, he tries to drag it across the sand and it's just not going anywhere. <gasps> Con Con walks over and just picks it up. I'll take this one. I could have gotten it. I loosened it up for you. Sure. It'll take us a while to drag these back to camp. Hmm. I would like to test out something. I'm going to try with that um, that newfound strength from my la- latest infusion. I'd like to see if I can carry uh, as much as I can, um, maybe a leg by myself. Okay. 
Um, roll it up. That's a strength check. Strength yep. Check. Uh, 22. You see Blaylock just lift one up, kind of place it on his shoulder and, and wrap one arm around it and start walking down the beach with it, which is odd for Blaylock. Amazing. Mm, this is quite the easy. enhancement. Mm. Are you guys coming? <laughs> Guess we'll be moving. All right. Uh, beforehand, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna walk my my uh, my happy minotaur rear end over to where I put the gun on the ground, and I'm gonna pick it up. Fair enough. Mm, you're gonna get me this time. <laughs> Let me put that in my notes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Minotaur remembers to get his gun. All right. How far do you want to attempt to go? Towards the camp, so as we can. Yep. All right. You spent a good portion of the day getting here. So it's, it is definitely getting dark uh, as you push forward. Uh, do you want to push on through dark or? or... Yeah. Might as well. Okay. I need all of you to make a constitution saving throw. Eighteen for Blaylock. Okay. 25 for Gracie. Okay. 17 for Zotomir. Okay. So you push on through. Uh, getting tired, sweating a bit, but uh, pull through. I should make one for Khan here. He's good. Yeah. I'll switch shoulders. <laughs> and you arrive back at the the camp uh, just as dawn begins breaking and you see a few of the minotaur tooling around the campfire uh, coming out of their tents from the morning Khan runs up and Blaylock Blaylock we come back with much food and he turns and looks. Hmm. Well done. As they motion to set the legs over the side. What What manner of creature did that come from? Looking at all of you. It was enormous. And I hold out my hands and make pinching motions. <laughs> giant, giant crab. It had me crappled by the waist. You're lucky to be alive. They've been known to take their prey and drown it and eat it. It's no help to these guys. They just left me for dead in the claw. I had to wriggle my way out. Hey, we're curious that if it there. snapped you in mm. two, whether you would, we would have two Zoramir. <laughs> oh, two Zoramir. I like the sound of that. Hmm. 
I'm not sure about the rest of you, but I'm exhausted. Yeah, I could definitely go to sleep. Yeah, I'm. As I'm telling the story, I'm, my eyes are kind of nodding a little bit. Sleep. It's morning. It's time to enjoy the day. You enjoy the day. We will sleep. Would you we like one of us marching. to come sing a lullaby to help you sleep? No, that's okay. No, we like love lullabies. No, not not now. I don't think I need any assistance to fall asleep. Well, we'll we'll get this stored, and when you awaken, we feast. So yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, DM, what's uh, GM? What's the um, RDM? What what's the minimum amount of sleep that we can get without like hurting ourselves? Is that four hours? Um, or do we need the full eight or whatever? I could use the full eight. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what you're planning on doing next. You can you could yeah. do a, a short rest, um, just a, a couple hours. A series of short rests, uh, essentially. Um, yeah. It's not going to be too exhausting, but eight hours is preferred. Mm. Okay, that, that's all. Yeah, that was just curious. So. Okay. Yeah. Taking a long rest. We're now we're now we're now sending our sleep all out of whack. We're going <laughs> to be awake at night. We're going to be like sleeping during the day. It's going to be like true dead spokes time. Oh gosh, this again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We can adjust. So going go into a tent. Go into a tent where you stayed before and you all kind of look at each other with the a face of how do we keep getting ourselves into this kind of situations? And <sighs> hey. Blaylock, what, what, what was the deal with those those bags on the beach? You breathed out, and I'm just gonna fall asleep. You see, Zormir just dumped down. In true, uh, I will give you a answer uh, that you may be familiar with. I don't know what you're talking about, and then I'm gonna fall asleep. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> good sir. I don't know what either one of you are talking about. And I fall over. <laughs> you all fall into a peaceful rest. He doesn't rest. even need the flask today. He's out. <laughs> uh, with a thud. And several hours pass by and you wake. As it's now um, just early afternoon or so. And you wake in your bunk, looking at each other. Still kind of groggy, but functional. Did we really mess with a another nest and deal with? No, oh, we did not. He did. Mm. We wake up wide ass. <laughs> 
<clears throat> I don't think I'll be eating eggs anytime soon. I'm gonna wake up wide-eyed. Thought, thought that was a dream. Eggs, eggs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when people just willy-nilly touch shit? <sighs> or at least in our experience. Usually, in with large eggs mean large mommies and daddies. Nothing against you, Blaylock, but I don't even know how these guys survived. We are very... We have survived much in our travels. This is a new land, very different from where we hailed from. Keeping to ourselves, mostly. It is quite, it is quite different to deal with these externalities that we see in different lands. I mean, I kind of understand. I'm not from here myself, but you don't see me just going and picking shit up. All I have to do is play some of their music and it either scares off or puts to sleep the enemies. Their that's how they see music stay alive. is just fine, little one. I'm gonna roll my eyes. <laughs> okay. Tis they are quite fortunate to have survived a shipwreck, and be in this long on the island by themselves. Oh, shall we go collect our award and collect our praise? Award? A reward? Well, we, were, we weren't getting a reward. Yes, we, the, we were just... We weren't getting... We just saved that man's life and fed a town. We weren't getting a reward for this? Mm. No. I offered our services for letting us stay at the camp. Yes, the reward is a roof over your head to sleep where you're not getting it bit off by a local by a local wildlife. I didn't know that. Small thing wouldn't have been worth it. Mind you, at the time, we thought we were just looking for a wayward minotaur. Unknowingly playing with the offspring of a giant crab. Yeah, who knew like that creature would be laying there in the shadows, mm. shadowy waters? Mm. It is very curious why they would leave their eggs in the open like that. Did you see it? Well, it didn't have a whole lot. <laughs> it probably doesn't have many predators. That's no. for sure. It takes care of business. Mm. <clears throat> oh, man. Well, our schedules for sleeping are all out of whack. What does everyone think about hitting the trail again, but at night? Grayson, your thoughts on night travel? 
I think that if we stick to the main roads, we should be okay. I mean, there's always the chance. Yes. Let's try and not sleep next to any nests. Let's not have you lead the way in the dark, Waylock. I'll be out there with a walking sick. (laughs) Has the main road been dark? You haven't been on a main road. You've just been crossing the plains because it's the shortest, shortest trip. But I'm just saying, like, when we went from Portstown to uh, the fort ah. on the main road, is it well-maintained? Well, no, I'm not saying, like, well, but, like, streetlights every... No, it, there, <laughs> there aren't any streetlights or, or anything like that. It's But it's it's a well-traveled road. It's not, like, grown over or anything like that. That's what the Minotaurs were doing. They were coming over and lighting all the lamps. <laughs> <laughs> Well, should we get at least a meal out of what we dragged here before we take off? That is an excellent idea. Mm. Do you think they have butter? With garlic? (laughs) That's just an utterly ridiculous question. They didn't have food. I don't think they're going to have butter, Blaylock. I'm going to start making my way uh, out there. All right. You kind of open the flap of the tent and you see that the majority of them are looking your way. You can see that in your rested period, the band has got themselves set up ready to serenade you with song. Uh, Some of the food has been prepared and Blaylock waves at you uh, with a a good morning type gesture. Mm. Morning, eh? (laughs) Is what it is. Are y'all leaving like the tent? Busy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We thought we'd uh, give you a food and and uh, a bit of a show in our appreciation. And uh, please, uh, and he reaches back and and grabs a small pouch. Please take take this. It was all we could muster, um, but what you've done you've you've saved one of ours and you've brought us food it's the least we can do is give you just a bit in in thanks and i'm gonna look at everybody and give them a look of like see i told you we'd get something we're not getting anything you keep that yes you gave us a roof over our heads when we needed it most many praises what what do you call yourself so that we may write a song we are the mucking good travelers. Mucking good. That's <laughs> going to be hard to rhyme. I don't think I ever agreed to that. Well, that's true. Maybe a new name, considering the party has been has changed quite a bit since 
mucking good adventurers. This is true. What do you think, Zoramir? Uh, let's call us the Zormirin clan. Hmm. That sounds like a thieves' guild. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's. Yeah, no. Either way, we we'll yeah. come up with a, a song for you. Praise <laughs> it, and he he takes the pouch and, uh, and Zormir. He almost because he's so much taller than you, he brings the pouch down right in front of your face, and your your eyes focus in on it as he attaches it back to his belt and secures it. I like half reach a hand out and then re- retract it. And and you see, kind of uh, a half-hearted uh, Grayson kind of slaps at it at your hand. He doesn't hit your hand, but just kind of like swatting you back a bit. Between the nun and he has like a ruler. Snap. <laughs> well, pull up a seat. Our people will serve you while we serenade you with song. pull out my flask. <laughs> <laughs> and as you... I, s- go ahead. I, I scum, uh, look at my bag a little bit and, and find find a little bit of rope that I have in there and cut off two little, like, inch-ish long strands of it and kind of <laughs> roll it and put it in my ears. <laughs> as you, you all sit and prepare, uh, they bring you food and you can smell the freshly cooked crab meat. Um, a, a few herbs and things off to the side and you note that this is probably a, a pretty big meal for them to be sharing with, with all of you and they drum up the drums and, and start on the lute and uh, Blaylock begins singing and it's awful <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a five. Um, <laughs> it's where was that during combat? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty bad. But they they sing to you for thirty to forty minutes, uh, song after song of their uh. travels across the sea to their journeys here. Um to their homelands uh, a little bit of everything and they finish up and Blaylock comes over to you and I hope you enjoyed that you're free to stay as long as you like we kind of like having you here (laughs) well we do have business elsewhere we do where have you visited thus far, Blaylock? Uh, we spent some time around Castle Verminia, and mm. we had the misfortune of setting up around the Egglayer Woods. Uh, mm. Not recommended. Yes, but, mm. There is a fortress in there of 
kind folks. Until we landed here after stopping at Breckensfjord and seeing the dwarves. We like it here. How are, how are things at Breckenforge? It seemed good. It's been a while since we've been there, but they are a busy folk. Yeah, dwarves usually are. With the docks and the crowds of people moving in and out, and it was much too city for for us. And they didn't like our music. Um, how did they put it? You're making my ears bleed, I believe is what they said. The... How much are they? They're not connoisseurs of good song. It may be that they're un familiar with our type of music. Maybe since you will be here a while, getting to know their music and adapting. I don't believe the dwarves have a music outside of drinking ale and belching. Mm. All cultures have a music that is relative to the area. Have you visited their local inns? We didn't stay long. Hmm. Well, I recommend it. If now we have been to a few places around here, where are you planning to head? West? South? We'll stay here for a while, but you did mention Portstown, and mm. you made a lot of us quite curious. It's a nice area over there. Mm. Portstown, yes. yes. It has changed quite a bit. Uh, as, the, as the name... As, <laughs> as, as the name states, it's a large trading city from all around so many of many different nations come there so you will be a little more well received there in that environment that is good to hear friend of Blaylock seek, seek out uh, the mayor of the city, King. Ah, sounds like a friendly sort. He is. And if you visit the inn, don't eat the cupcakes. And he looks at you with a puzzled look? Trust me. Cupcakes. Yes. Okay. Don't. He's far, far away from the cupcakes. Yes. They are quite tempting and delicious, but have a nasty side effect on all those who eat them. Well, if you're heading east, 
and you happen to run into Galtir, tell him Blaylock said hello. Is he where? What? Who is Galtir? He is a friend. Oh, good. It will be nice to have to seek someone out there when we first arrive. He a minotaur as well? Oh, no. No, he's more like this one here and points at uh, Grayson. He's human? Yes, yes. And he's living in this dwarven city? No, no, he was more east toward the Egglayer Woods. Is that on the map? Yes. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> you and your fancy writing. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do head west, try and... try and get to know the people and culture there so you can have a better grasp of the music that they may desire think on sea chants sounds like a great idea yes picture yourself on a boat swaying back and forth and I have a sample of some of the songs that they uh, that they that I heard at the docks. Would you care to hear that? Sure, sure. Any motions for the rest of them to come come up to listen? While on the sea, hear the terrible roaring. See how the boat of my life rolls away In fear of death and in deepest of anguish Lord, hear my prayer, watch my soul on the sea I have no strength left to aid on my journey Help me to reach that fair land past the sea. Help me to travel to my native country. Lord, now I beg you, have mercy on me. Think of the sea. Hmm. Try a D minor when you go there and that may help you be a little bit more pleasing to their ears and they're just in bewilderment they're looking at you are you sure you don't want to stay music was not 
one of my strong suits. My mother was much better. She wanted me to seek that route, knowing that I was no soldier, but I sought the arcane instead, but still have a an ear for good music. Well, if you ever tire of this adventuring life, come find us. We definitely have a spot for you. That is good to know. If I survive this adventure, you would say, then I may just do that. Hmm. Tell me, since you left the tribe, was that before the incident or after? What incident do you speak of? Of the torching of the town square from the demon infestation. Oh, much before that. I have no knowledge of that. Mm, good. That was a dark time. They, they blamed my mother for summoning a demon only through their ignorance and had her carted and cast off from the town. Lanfear was her name. Lanfear. Why does that sound familiar? wife of Ruark who was head of the guard I don't remember a Ruark but Lernfear sounds familiar to me I've heard it I can't say if it was from when we were there or in our travels but hmm a name we have heard it is good to hear that she is known she's missing I thought dead, but there is, I have reason to believe she may be alive. Hold to faith, brother. If you believe enough, she'll be alive. I'm quite sure that's how that works. Of course it does. And he looks at you and he just puts his hands up in the air and closes his eyes. You just have to believe. <clears throat> okay. And I go out to get my my deer. I'm going to try to bond with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, they, they'd be... Uh, kind of out. You guys didn't tether them or anything. Um, they don't like that. Why would we do right. that? Yeah, so why would Zor- we tether them? Right. So, Zormir, you have connection to yours. I do. Are you calling yours in? Uh, yeah. 
So as Zoramir calls his in, the other two follow as they are herd animals. And you grab hold of the reins and try to bond with your creature. Go for it. You try to bond with it by grabbing its never mind. You, you hold its face in your hands <laughs> and, and you you look it straight in the eyes and just begin soothingly talking to it. And yes, you're you're a good boy. Yes, you know. And it just looks at you and then just a big lick from the chin to the top of your forehead just but it just looks at you blankly Zoramir I'm not sure how you grew such an attachment to your steed I'm gonna look at mine and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do the same thing try and mirror what Zoramir did from when he was able to bond it Okay. Yeah, how you are what so... he's been doing, how he's been acting over the past couple of days. I'm gonna use flash of genius and try and try and, uh, and see okay. if I can bond with it. Um, Fourteen. Didn't quite make it. Uh... Oops. Get how you two are so bad at this. <laughs> and I'll show off a little bit and walk up to my horse or my tail's hen and make eye contact with it. Uh, just kind of nestle up to it, and uh, I'm gonna. Oh, shut that about this point. Um, I'm gonna like hold out my hands, gesturing for it to lift its hop and then, or its hoof up, and kind of create a little secret handshake with my tail hand. Okay, so it it raises its hoof up just as you instructed. <laughs> Then I'll kind of do a little acrobatic uh, flip forward to pull down its its uh, um, rope ladder as it kneels down, so I can get up on top of it. You climb up there on top and with puff your chest out and look down at, at everyone else. Easy, see. Yeah, and as, as like Grayson and Blaylock both have like spittle and drool all over their face. <laughs> well, Blaylock, as I as I mount my uh, not very nice steed, it was a pleasure seeing all of you. And he looks at you. Any time, brother. Any time. And they begin striking up another song to play. Oh. D minor. And you all hear in a low, low voice, a new song begin to belt out as they strike up the instruments. The guide. 
start heading out towards the main. Okay, heading toward Brecken's Fjord. Yep. All right. You ride for hours, uh, kind of coaxing your Talsahin to move quickly uh, to get to a civilized destination. And just as dusk begins to settle, you see the mountain in the distance grow closer and closer as the temperature gets colder and colder. You can see your breath in the in the wind. And you you approach the city of Breckensfjord, um, a massive mountain that's been carved flat uh, with a huge gate that was built into the side of it, uh, covered in snow and rock. Stone pathways lead downwards from that gate to uh, a dock area below where you can hear uh, a mix of seagulls and shouting as people frequent the docks. Uh, you hop off your Talsahins, I would imagine. Yeah. I'm going to and... press mine around them before I get off doing, <laughs> having to do a little like showboaty prancing moose and then okay. I'm going to off. Does its high steps around the group and then Zoramir flips off and lands with a bow. I trip him. <laughs> he, Grayson trips you up and you stumble a bit. Uh, give kind of a sly look at him. That was unnecessary. Wasn't as, it? As the Talsahin <laughs> take off into the, the prairie and you head toward the gates of Breckensfjord. Uh, as you get closer, you see the gate itself uh, is wrought from iron and copper and hangs there with hints of green uh, are, are formed from the old copper across uh, the image of a massive hammer that's been beaten into the gate. The gates are wide open um, and you're greeted by a hello uh, by dwarves and humans and all sorts of um, manner of races as you stroll outside the camp. Small small uh, stations are set up all around this main road as you're heading in, um, selling various wares uh, outside of the city, and it seems like the whole area is abuzz with uh, activity. Looking closer, you notice you see dragonborn and lizard folk and elves uh, passing in and out of the city. Uh, it seems like a very busy place. Uh, as you're walking, you run into uh, there's a, a small halfling that, that runs into you, Grayson. Oh, ec ec excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, just watch where you're going. Well, I have a question for the three of you. Have have many of you been uh, you, you've been around here for, for 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 a while? Just made it ourselves. Well, well, where do you hail from? You have to have a place you hail from. What is it to you? Well, I have a proposition. I think you you yourself are spending too much money. I would like to to see if you are interested in changing your oil supplier for your lanterns. 
We sell our oil supplier for your light source. I stepped uh, into uh, <laughs> uh, Evidently not interested. You, sir. You, sir. The tall, hairy one with, with the one horn. Uh, have you thought about changing your oil supplier? Uh, our oil burns clean. You get a brighter flame to light up those dark nights. And what type of oil is it? Well, it's... It's oil. It's the finest purified oil. We use fats from the greatest creatures and and natural earthen oils to make a blend that's fantastic for lighting your home. And you, halfling, you know what a struggle it is being small like ourselves. We need lots of light so that we uh, can see where we're going. Have you thought about changing your oil supplier? Just stare at him. Look down at my rapier. Look back at him. Look at the crew. You would be too easy to pickpocket, and I'll walk off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of rude, but uh, that that leaves you, big hairy one. Um, uh, what what do you say? What do you say? A, a, a what, deal today? What what? I I don't have any oil. No oil? Then you are my friend. You are in luck because I have plenty of oil. Really. What type of oil? Well, the kind you burn in a lantern, of course. You don't seem very knowledgeable of the oil that you were selling. Well, who gets into specifics? Uh, you know, we I have... Do. You, you do. Uh, what would you like to know? We, it's the fats of some of the, the fish and oil that we that is processed from the fish down on the docks mm. and... And we have some of the heavier creatures. We process that. And then the, the dwarves always find natural resources that we can blend in that just gives the best of flames. Are we going anywhere with this playlock or should we just move on? I'm, I will be with you in a moment. I can catch up. I am mildly curious about this oil. Ha <laughs> 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 Go dungeon master. I'm gonna grab Blaylock's arm and try and pull him off. I'm, but how flammable? Let's go. Let's go, Blaylock. Give the oil. Have you ever heard of snake oil, Blaylock? I've got plenty of that. Tell you. Oh, I thought we were talking about lantern oil. Snake oil? Uh, well, of course we put a little bit of snake oil in there because nothing makes a flame burn brighter than a little bit of snake oil. I don't. How many snakes do you have to? Well, if you get the big ones, it's not that bad. Hmm. Hmm. What is the purification process of the oil? <laughs> well, I I am just the uh, the salesman. I don't make it myself. We have people that make that. Yes. Move along, little one. Move along. No, I'm maybe next time. I suppose. Get that information for me. I may be curious to use it as in fuel. Uh, well, sure. I'm outside. You can find me here all manner of the day and be happy to, to part with uh, our extensive supply of oil, and we can even have it shipped directly to your home. I have an ass-kicking boot here that I could use all day long. Are you interested? And he reaches back and kind of holds his butt a, a bit. Um, <laughs> I, I, oh, did you see that? We got a new one in on the ship. Let me go talk to them. Um, 
it's been a pleasure talking to you, all of you. And if you need anything, you can come by the shop here. You're set up right outside. And he, he, he scurries off. But is it cotton that you use to filter the oil or is it another substance? And, and he's just um, off in the distance. Okay. You guys said you had some sort of contact here. Well, our contact is the the hobbit that hobbit, the human that was referred to us by Blaylock. No, it isn't. What? Said that guy was in the forest. We're in Brecken's fort. Mm. You guys said you had a contact here, a dwarf. I got you here. Where's your contact? Help. Help. Come on, guys. Gallius? It's in there. Please hold. The boy lock is loading. Look <laughs> <laughs> at this spinny wheel. Blaylock just stops where he's at and has a blank look. His tongue flops out the side of his mouth. His, his eyes roll like in a, in a wheel pattern. <laughs> Uh, is this is it Hunkle Stone Splitter you're speaking of? I don't know. I never met the dwarf. Mm. Mm. Gallius, Gallius, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Um. Okay, guys, there's only one dwarf on this list. <laughs> There Gallius? is, and it's Gallius. Dwarf, red hair, green eyes, resting sad face, and sleep deprived. I was wasn't kidding. there when you met him. Scar oh. was. Yeah. Is it Gallius? <coughs> it might be Gallius. Oh, it's That Gallius. was before my time. Yes, it was. it's clearly Gallius. We should look for Gallius. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Gallius? <laughs> honestly i think gallius is the uh uh is the woman mother of the dwarf of the dwarven child who was half um was in the process of being turned into yeah a, uh, no there there's a gallia i have a gallius there, there's Dwarf, a red hairs, red hair, green eyes, resting sad. Yeah, it was Gal Galia. Um, oh, okay. Well, her her husband disappeared uh, on a voyage to yep. Waterdeep. She yep. lives Uncle in Portstown. Oh my goodness, guys! Anyways, what are you doing? <laughs> Steve, no Steve. The name escapes me, but maybe. Upon further consideration, we I may be able to uh, recall the name in question. Mm, a lot has happened since then. Much loss. Mm, much loss. Mm. Okay. Mm, I think its name is, uh, is Broman Karth. Why don't you go ask for Broman Karth, and then I'll go and... <laughs> There's no need to be an asshole, Blaylock. I got you here. You had a contact. We 
I'm sorry you forgot the contact's name. Yes, yes. My notes may have been scattered uh, from the travels from Portstown to here. Mm. Uh, Shall we find an inn then? Because it seems like this is going to be a long Yes, that is a good idea. All right. Now that we've got that taken care of, I think um, you head into this to the city of Breckensfjord. After all these times and tales, and give me one sec here. Oh, because this does not happen quickly. Okay, for a second. Yep. You see... Philvin, Philvin Elverketch. Was it Philvin Elverketch? Now Blaylock's just like spouting out names that he's been recalling. Over the <laughs> Getting something for you real quick here. There it is. As you enter in, you see a a fluster of activity, people uh, moving back and forth uh, amongst the buildings. Uh, In the town, Uh, the whole town on the inside of this cave-like area covered in uh, a light orange glow from what appears to be a a river of molten lava that runs through the center. And as you stand there, kind of looking around, trying to figure out where you're headed, and you you hear a, Hey! Behind you. And you turn and see uh, a dwarf with a long black beard, two two braids down each side, bald head, um, a massive scar crossing the top of his head. Oh, I didn't think I'd see you out this way. As Hunkle Stone Splitter. Walks up to you. <laughs> um, Uncle, it's been a while. I'm glad we could meet again. Aye, aye. Uh, you finally made it to Breckensford, eh? Mm, yes, it has been a long journey. <laughs> it must be. Where's that mangy dog of yours that, uh, that, uh, that no... Where's Scar? He... Passed away. No. He... He is trying to mend the, the Noel clans together. Oh. Over yeah, unfortunately, in... he's still alive. Yes, he you is. don't say. I don't... Uh, how'd that go? I heard all sorts of things. 
It is... It is going better. It almost ended poorly with a tribal war. However, thanks to the efforts of Scar, and he was able to help bridge the gap between the tribal clans. Fantastic! Uh, where's the last that was with you before? She sadly didn't make it. Ah, oh, that's too bad, too bad. But who you got with you here? I think I've seen you around Portstown a few times. Yes, maybe the alleys. Oh. I don't know how often were you in the bar. <laughs> Laddie, I'm a dwarf. I'm always in the bar. That's right. You're the one that got in a fight all the time. Wouldn't say all the time. I would say all the time. <laughs> Some wallopins you took, eh? Yeah, from time to time. <laughs> so you, you end up with this rabble, huh? Well, they do pay me to walk them around. <laughs> well... Things have been going quite good for old Uncle. Uh, been taking our ships from here to Portstown. Uh, but we, we have run into a, a bit of a problem. Uh, we like to do a little fishing and trade in the fish we find. And wouldn't you know it, there's some weirdly aggressive fish we've been catching right off the tip of the old fort. Angry they crabs? are. What was that? You caught any crabs out there? No crabs, just really angry fish with teeth. They bring them up, they bite at you. I we ran into some piranhas. Yes. In that area. Yes. But they... the weird thing is, they got fur. Fur. Furry fish. That. Is quite an evolution in such a quick. I mean, that is. Well, he stopped fishing, is what we've been doing. <laughs> we almost lost a man. We had someone lose a finger. I would be very careful around those fish. Mm, very aggressive. Very, very aggressive. How are they for eating these fish? Eating? We threw them back. I ain't eating that. If it's mean enough to bite me. <laughs> I'm an old codger, but uh, I'm not dealing with that. I'd throw them back in. Let the big fish eat them. Maybe a kraken. Never known a dwarf to back down from a good fight. <laughs> You've not known many dwarves. So... Maybe I was gone, but is this your first time here? Oh, it is my first time here, Zoramir. I've been by here. It is my first time. I've been by a couple times, but I've not actually dipped in. Well, all the splendors of dwarven anything you can find here. If you're looking for a nice place to rest, I would say look for the cozy beard. 
A nice drink, though busy. Head on over to pass a mug. And I pass think. Pass a mug, you say? Pass a mug. That's where we're going to find Grayson. Uh, quite possibly. <coughs> though I don't think you'll be uh, quite as lucky with your fights here. Uh, Why I know I've been a wallop before. Yeah. Those dwarves are a hardy bunch. You have many acclaimed fighters around here. I wouldn't say acclaimed, but we stay busy. Hmm. And if you're into something like um, a little bit of history... Stop on by our treasured past. All sorts of dwarven antiquity. The treasured past, you say. Our treasured past. Our treasured past. I like it. Uh, so... We're planning on going up into the... Uh, Ice flame peaks at some point. Balls as big as boulders you have, I see. I'm pretty sure that we're not dressed for that in any fashion. Ah, uh, you'll be looking for Acne at the at the braid. She's our local tailor. And any uh, armorers? Ah. Uh, you can look up old gut stuck at the adamantine hammer, but uh, he's a grumpy old cut. You said the braid was run by who? Rackney. Rackney Longbeard. <clears throat> Rackney Longbeard of the Adamantine Hammer. No, Rackney Longbeard of the Braid. The Braid. Oh, these new names. Taylor. He's the Taylor. Yes. Good Don't be a gahoon. Adamantine Hammer. <clears throat> Not sure what a gahoon is. Uh, it's a titty mall. Looks like a butthole. A uh, titty mall. Titty mall. Guela. I am having an under hard time with the accent. I don't meet many dwarves. Well, I maybe you'll have luck with the with the folk that runs the alchemy shop. It's a real simple name. It's called It's Not Beer. It's not beer. <laughs> well, mm, that does alleviate some confusion. Yes, there was quite a bit of confusion. He changed the name. Run by a lizard folk. Ah, lizard folk. 
But uh, I do have to be getting to my ship. We're leaving port soon. Where are you headed? Back to Portstown. I'll tell King we said hi. Will do, laddie. You keep your nose clean. Don't be causing any problems here. Oh, I never cause any problems. I wouldn't think. Just an innocent little halfling. All Maybe right, I'll guys. Did Maybe I'll see if I can look pants? Scar up. Did we ever get the purple pants off of um, uh, Nemoria? Nope. Oh my gosh! All that Why would <laughs> Yeah, none of the none of you guys were worshippers, so. Thinking maybe a uh, uh, old Uncle Stone Splitter could drop off a pair of purple pants as he's circling around Fort Tenebris. Just gonna drop it <laughs> overboard. <laughs> I told Rob to send us some. That's good. List of all the stuff that he wanted us to have, and that was not one of them. Mm-hmm. I I forgot all about it. My bad. It's fine. Hey, so he he waves to you, and he seems like a very uh, welcome fellow. He does. Not very hard to forget, in my opinion, but... <laughs> I, if you remember, I did not forget. That must have been when I was gone, because when I... Before I, I, went, I yeah. clearly <laughs> remembered Uncle Stone Splitter. <laughs> hmm. Bit of the amnesia. Well... Now that that bit of business is done, why don't we go to the inn and get a room? Since uh, DM, it is late, right? Uh, it was just dawn as you were getting in. I mean, it's oh, early evening. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, how's ours? How are? So we've been up for how long then? I mean, probably ten hours or so, if that. Okay. Maybe so we're not less. Heal over from no, no, no. You're you're far from exhaustion. Okay. I don't want to get. I don't want you to sprout horns and be like, "Hey, hey, hey you have one yeah. level of exhaustion." The horns are always there, but yeah, no. <laughs> Aaron, go and stab yet. Well, what shall we do? Well, if we're gonna go up into the mountains, we might want to learn a little bit about the history and get prepared for cold weather. I've never been up there myself, but if we go to the, our treasured past, we could learn about uh, previous adventures of of the folk of this city. I agree that that would be very beneficial, hmm. but I may be lost there for many, many, many hours given the opportunity to learn. Perhaps Blaylock shouldn't be allowed in there. I'm, 
time, if that is where you would like to go, I will certainly enjoy the endeavor. What do you say, Grayson? Check that out and then leave Blaylock to fill his mind with the stories of the past? Knowledge. Well, maybe if we send him in there with a purpose of the shard you're looking for. Maybe some background on the mountains. Give him a focus instead of books. Just read everything. Books. <laughs> Blaylock, will you be able to go in there without getting distracted? I make no guarantees, not having stepped foot in there, but I, it is easier to seek particular topics out if I have the topics stated with the establishment prior to searching. Mm. Yes, I will look for information on the ice flame peaks and the shard and see what I can come up with. Right. What perils may lay ahead of us in the ice flame peaks? Yes. We can go and get ourselves two rooms. Two rooms? Well, you gotta be with somebody. <laughs> you haven't proved yourself yet. I can handle myself on my own, thank you very much. Again, you haven't proven that yet. I'll just buy my own room then. Zoramir, why don't you go and seek out the tailor and see what the tailor has to offer? Yes, I can do that. We want something that'll keep us nice and toasty warm, right? Mm. Correct. I haven't heard much, but I have heard that it is cold. said I will attempt to find this treasured past mm. I'll try and find the braid I'll be at the bar <clears throat> what else is new mm. well you know it is the end no they're actually two different places are they mm -hmm. yeah I thought you said, what, Crazy Beard is the, the cozy. Inn. The Cozy Beard oh, cozy. is the inn, and Pass a Mug is the okay. tavern. Sorry. No problem. I'll go secure our lodging. All right, so you're all splitting up? Yep. That was the last we ever saw of each other. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Try to stay out of fights there, Grayson. I only try to stay out of people's pockets. Zormir. Have you ever seen me in somebody's pocket, Blaylock? If I did, you'd be a poor patron of your art. I rest my case. Not the point he was getting, Zormir. 
We've been in town less than 20 minutes. I'll give him a wink and walk off, trying to find the beard or the braid. Okay. Um, all right, so we'll deal with Blaylock first, since he's in left. Um, you you travel around, you ask people. So some of the the folks kind of turn away from you. Uh, they're not rude to you, but they're not friendly either. Um, but others point you in the way to uh, a place, and you see the sign our treasured past uh, on a very ornate looking building uh, carved into the, the side of the, the mountain uh, large stone pillars uh, raising to the ceiling uh, you walk up and the doors are closed mm, that is unfortunate I mean can I well, you say closed or locked? They're closed. Oh, well, I'm going to try and open the doors. As you pull on them, just you can tell they're they're locked. I break open the door. Okay. Well, it is late in the evening. Getting late in the evening, I should say. Yeah. Well, this was not a. I'm going to kind of note where I'm at. And then just kind of just kind of take a walk around. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a look at the at the uh, at the town around. Okay. I mean, there's no sign with times. He looks to the side, and you can see that they're open. I mean, there's not hours, but uh, morning till dawn, and it's past dawn now. Yeah. You take uh, you take a look around. You kind of look over at the the lava flow. And you look over across the lava flow, you see a rather large building, uh, almost palace-like, and around it are these uh, beautiful flowery trees surrounding it that while they don't get sunlight, uh, they still seem to grow and and bloom. Hmm, fascinating. Can I make my way over there, or is it... Now, from the map, it looks like it's it's guarded. There's like a guard post out front. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's up to you. Uh, you can well, try. I, to... Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna walk up there and then take a look at the uh, at the trees. Okay. Uh, as you walk across there from the left hand side of the city, and there are two guard posts there. Uh, two dwarves come out from the side. Hmm. Yes, state your business. I am new to the city and I'm just getting a feel for the sights. Those trees over there are quite fascinating. Yes, they, they are. Uh, they are a gift from the from the dwar- or from the elves actually. Long uh, ago. Hmm. We have just come across some elves ourselves. back in what was that stinking place called not the dead spokes but because these guys (laughs) Fadamar nobody's heard of the Fadamar in many years well I can assure you it is 
now alive and prospering, and the elves have returned. Hmm. Either way, um, I can take you to look at the trees as an escort, yes. if you like. I, I don't mean to be a bother, but um, I am fascinated at the ecology and how these trees survive. Another problem. And he takes you and takes you over the trees and they're big and they're beautiful. You can almost see underneath the bark, um, almost like a, a light pinkish white glow uh, of uh, just life force going through each of the trees and the the leaves are bright red uh, with each little stem filling out of them, uh, just a faint glow there. Uh, they're very beautiful and not anything you've ever seen before. May I touch it? He kind of sighs. What do you need to touch it for? I'm just curious. This looks almost magical in nature. Obviously, it's, uh, it grows underground. Of course it's magical. I'd like to just go over and just see if I can determine what if there's a what kind of what kind of magical nature is is this and and investigate it further as to how this came about. Um, rolling Arcana. Ah, there we go. Take you guys anywhere. Always want to touch trees. Plus nine. nine. <laughs> you uh, you look at them, but it's it's of a magic that you're not familiar with. You don't know how they work, but you're glad they do because they're beautiful. Look at it go there. That's magic under there, boy. So while you're looking at that, Zormir, what are you doing? I am going to wander around until I can try and find the uh, the braid. Okay. You wander around, you talk to a few people. Everybody's very nice to you, very pleasant, um, waving, saying hello. And um, eventually you come upon a shop because the shops are all in that area. And as you walk up to the shop, you can see uh, a little a little gal uh, walking out. She has uh, like a blondish reddish hair tied into to two pigtails coming down her back um, kind of a purplish dress with a, a, a brown leather smock over the top and you can see her kind of locking the door in the front uh, as she turns around Ooh, excuse me sorry did I startle you I, I uh, just a bit how, how, how can I how can I help I didn't mean to startle you I, I can be a little late on my feet sometimes. Uh, are you the shop owner? Hi, uh, I'm uh, Rockney Longbeard. It's uh, just just closing shop up. It's it's a little late. I was held up uh, working on a project, but um, what can I do you for? I was coming to talk to you about some clothing, but uh, I would hate to 
to hold you up even longer. You, you look kind of hungry. Uh, I, I, I could use some, some dinner for sure. You're not, uh, you're not asking me to dinner, are you? She giving me a, a look. She, mm-hmm. She's giving you kind of a sly smile and you can see just a bit of stubble on the bit of her chin. Uh, but for the most part, uh, attractive by dwarf standards. I'm kind of hungry myself. You could, could potentially show me where the, the good spot in town is to eat. And we could discuss uh, some, some needs that me and my, my travelers uh, require. Sure, sure. I'd be happy to. And she makes kind of a, a hook with her uh, with her arm. Um, <laughs> I reach out and I just grab her arm with my hand. So strong. What? Nope. Nope. He's called me strong before. <laughs> and she kind of shakes her face at you. We don't get many halflings down here. I would think you would get all walks of life around here. Oh, we get a lot, but not a, not attractive halflings. I'll look around and see if there's more halflings. You don't see anyone else. You talking about me? <laughs> Let's go get some dinner. I'm going to take a step back. Are you playing a game? Am I being set up here? Game? No, I'm, I'm hungry. I could use some ale. Is this a trap? I'm getting very suspicious at how nice she is. She's just looking at you weird. Well, listen, if you don't want to go to dinner with me, I'm happy to go eat some dinner, but I'd like to get some dinner and ale before I go to bed tonight. I have an early morning. Let my guard down a little bit. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go ahead. Let's go get some dinner. Uh, you're a bit suspicious, aren't you? Come on, let's go. Nobody's nobody's nice to me like this. It's, it's unusual. I'm not used to it. Well, get used to it. You're in Breckensfjord. I might actually like this town. Let's see how the food is. She takes you by the arm and pulls you down, and you, you're kind of like oof as she she hurries toward uh, toward a, a, an establishment. Um, Grayson, what are you doing? <laughs> Heading towards the end. Okay, so it takes you a little bit. But you eventually find find the inn, and you just uh, when you walk in, you see um, a dwarf, heavier set dwarf, uh, really patchy beard, um, eyes kind of sagging a bit. Uh, one's one's a little looking off in the other direction, um, and he's just sitting there as you, as you walk in. Hello, fine sir. I assume you are the one I speak to about. 
getting some boost. Uh, hello, hello, I'm Stagny Rockbiter. Stagny. <clears throat> so again, I assume you're the one I need to talk to about. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. Well, uh, of course you are. You need a, a room? Three, if you don't mind. Three rooms. Uh, I got the nicest rooms in Breckensfjord. Okay. <laughs> How many nights? To be determined. Uh, uh, I can do that. Um, it's uh, five silver per room per night. All right. I will pay for the three rooms. Uh, it's a pleasure doing business. Don't destroy the property and rest well. And if you need food, you'd want to head down to the Passamug. Okay. I appreciate it. <coughs> keys? <laughs> oh, keys. Um, I always forget the keys. And he, looking around underneath the desk, keys, keys. And he hits himself in the side of the head and the eye, like, juts back down to straight with the other one. Oh, there's, there's the key. And he reaches forward and pulls out three keys. Three keys. Three rooms, up the stairs, down the hall to the left. You'll have room 115, 117, and 132. And hand you the keys. 117, 132. Okay. Uh, I thought I got <laughs> snookered as I walk away. <laughs> How, have a good night. He was well. Thank you. And I will head towards the tavern. All right. Uh, Blaylock, what are you doing? I, am, I have wandered from the magical trees of underground growing and, and are um, just... I'm just gonna head south. Okay. And just, just like I said, just wander around, get a feel for the uh, for the sights. Let me load up the map here for the folks at home. Ooh. There we go. All right. So you're taking in the sights. You see guard stations throughout. You see fountains. You see uh, massive statues uh, of. Uh, dwar dwarves and uh, a very large one uh, at the end of the lava flow hmm. uh, of a dwarf standing there and where are you headed? I'll go to the big I'll go to the, the uh, statues and start just taking a look at them and okay. getting like I said just getting a feel for the town alright you see you see uh, four well-carved statues uh, of look like dwarves with 
long beards, all of them a little bit different, all of them holding uh, different weapons, uh, mm. but definitely a remembrance of uh, dwarves from the past. Is any is there a um, a plaque on there or no no plaques or nameplates? No plaques. Okay. Hmm. Uh, is there anybody by there? There's people walking about. Hmm. But no one just standing around or like no. looking at it as well. No. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep walking. I'll start making my way back towards um, uh, the inn. Okay. So you you find your way back to the inn and and walk inside and you see dwarf one one eye kind of looking one way the other looking the other. Oh, hello. Well, You're a big fella. And you are a hairy fellow. It's a pleasure. Uh pleasure is all mine. Uh, now, uh, what has, can I help you has, with? Has my party mm, arrived? It will either be a human, mm, maybe slightly intoxicated, and or a halfling. And then I'll I'll, I'll give the basic description of Grayson and or um, and Zoramir. I haven't seen any halflings. Uh, like that, and we had a couple of humans come in. Hmm. Couple of humans. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna sit out. And do you mind if I wait for my party here? Uh, sure. Hmm. Thank you. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go sit there, and I'm gonna go through. Maybe I'll read through Stephen Nadani's book. While I uh, while I wait for everybody, okay. While you uh, sit outside and kind of looking through the cookbook, um, you see uh, a, a small, portly little dwarven woman with uh, reddish uh, blonde hair uh, pulling a halfling slightly down the street. A halfling looks halfling familiar look to you. <laughs> See, I've I've met some of my party. I'll be back, and then I'm gonna go over there and uh, try and catch up with the um, the angry dwarf and who's pulling Zoramir. Okay, Zoramir, you see Blaylock walking up to you. Blaylock, hi. Hello, Zoramir. And who is this you've met? This is this is Cackney Longbeard. Cackney Longbeard. She, she runs Cackney. Very familiar. My name is Oh, my arm. You got like stuffings in your ears. <laughs> Pull the rope out from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, I didn't mean to offend. Uh, well, like, so, this is Rackney. Rackney uh, Longbeard. Longbeard. Yes, of the breed. You're the tailor. I'm looking at Rackney. <laughs> Hi. You are the Better tailor. Better time hanging out. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to meet you. 
I have heard much about you since arriving here. Pleasure is all mine. I'm really hungry, though. Oh, oh, I'm sorry if I've interrupted. Please uh, do go ahead. Take care of our, our dear Zora. Can't you see? I'm withering away. Yes, I, I see She kind of rubs see. her belly. Mm. Yes, go go take care of that. Show Zoramir a good time. He is new to the area. Would you care for some food too, Blaylock? I don't want to be. I don't yeah, want come get some me. food. Let's go. Enough, I don't enough of this. And she makes a hand chomping motion. Let's go. Come on. Yes, 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 I will. And she pulls you uh, down the street. Uh, mm. Grayson, you enter into Pass a Mug. It's uh, a fairly full establishment. Uh, a lot of people having a good time, cheering and, and such. And there's a, a dwarf, no beard, uh, bald bald head except for one ponytail that kind of juts up from the top and and runs down the back uh kind of a reddish and brown tunic on cleaning a mug in typical bartender style ah just the man i came to see you look like it well you know they do say that dwarven ale is the best, but I've just come from Elvish wine. Ah, you want to you want to compare apples to bananas, I see. All right, whatever, is... ever as long as it touches my lips. Well, you must be new. <clears throat> yes, this is uh, my first time here. Well, I have a house specialty maybe are interested we call it the crag the crag that sounds like something you pick up off of a tavern floor <laughs> they'll be picking you up off the tavern floor I don't know about that we take the finest dwarven whiskey and we infuse it with ghost chili peppers and a hint of cinnamon Interesting. Tell me more. Tell you more? Well, how about you order one? Pass it over. Hey. <laughs> I love it. And he goes and takes a, a glass and gets this bottle out of a out of a case. And you can see it's it's filled with uh, with peppers, chili peppers all the way up and he pours it into a glass and sets it over there and you pick it up and take a, a, a sniff and you do smell a hint of cinnamon but then like this burning smell uh, from from it that'll grow hair on you in places you don't have it <laughs> it's burnt all mine off as you can see I will take a drink. All right. I need you to make a constitution check. For a single drink? Yeah. 15? 
you sit there and you take a drink and it just goes back and it's actually really smooth going down and then your eyes get wide and your face starts turning red and you start sweating as it just burns and burns and you kind of you're, you're just gripping the glass really tightly and almost breaking the glass uh, as and you you um, you gain the, the <laughs> you gain the poisoned condition <laughs> oh. not not in as actual poison but just the condition of it Thought you could take the the good stuff. Yeah, you know. Live and learn. How about another? I think I'll go with something a little less aggressive. <laughs> I'll get you some ale. And That'll as. Be nice. As he as he runs to get you some mail, you kind of turn and you see Blaylock and uh, Zormir enter with uh, a little dwarven woman, and she sets him she sets him at the table and looks up. Randall, I need some food. Bring some ale. <clears throat> and with him, without even turning around. I got you, Rackney. And he sets the ale in front of you. Do you be well known here? Gush it down to get that <laughs> taste out of my mouth. <laughs> the ale is very good. Uh, <coughs> it's somewhat soothing to the burning sensation that's in your mouth. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's good stuff. Grayson, you look terrible. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Mm. Your words say one thing, your face says another. Oh, went down the wrong pipe. Ah, <clears throat> oh, that makes sense now. You do have a tendency to drink your alcohol quickly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what this was. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, food. You, you, uh, you okay there, Grayson? I'll be over the table with them. And Randall, Randall brings out some various uh, meats and, and veggies and cheeses and sets them on the table uh, where y'all are and looks at looks at Blaylock, squints his eye a bit ah smile what, what the hell um, what can I get you lads to drink I'll have what Grayson had <laughs> 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 the ale or the crag? He's been here. Grayson? <coughs> they should both have the crag. Oh. 
The Crag, such an interesting name. What is the Crag? Mm. You too, little one, huh? I like this. I like the sound of it. It has a nice ring. I'll have a nail. <laughs> he slaps the table. All right, <laughs> my kind of people. Um, wait, you got an ale. Why are we drinking the Crag? Because I've had it already. Oh, you don't want another? No, the ale's pretty good too. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Hmm. And he, I see. he comes <laughs> comes back. Sets sets another ale on the table for Grayson and sets uh, two small glasses in front of uh, uh, Blaylock and Zoromir and an ale for Rockney. Hmm. Anything else I can get you? What do you bring food the, out? Uh, yeah, there's food. Yes. What is the special today? Well, she, there's already food there. That, like, there was a lot that oh. was brought out for oh. the table. Okay. Okay. No, I think now uh, you've done uh, quite enough. Thank you. Well, you'll know where to find me. And yes. Is Rackney still there? Yep. What is she drinking? Ale. Hmm. Would you like a crag, Rackney? <laughs> I no, I'm good. <laughs> As she she takes a, a thing of meat off the off the big plate and bites into it. Yeah, um, I live here. Um, <laughs> I can get that anytime I want. And takes another bite. I will take some cheese and meat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see Grayson reach forward some cheese and kind of packs a couple pieces into his mouth and holds them there for a bit. I'll take a. I'll, I'll just sit back and I'll I'll drink the uh, the crag, and then I'll um. And then I'll start to. I'll, I'll afterward. I'll I'll try and reach for some food. Yeah, I'll lean back and take a big swig of the crag. Very right. thirsty. Both of you make constitution checks. Oh god. Twenty one. Twenty one. Impressive. Wow. So, Blaylock, you um, you kind of your your face freezes for a moment, and you you kind of stare down at the food, mm. and and then your your eyes come up and meet with Grayson's, and he just a smirk forms across his face, and you just <clears throat> it's it's good, but it's a lot. But you you, you take it take it down. Zormir, on the other hand, you start changing colors and sweating profusely. Your hair just becomes wet and you begin coughing a bit as you also gain the poison condition. And Ragni looks over at you. <laughs> That'll grow some hair on your little wiener. <laughs> What the hell, Blairson? <laughs> why, did, why did you warn us? Acne, that was quite the statement there. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It'll be a Sorry, dwarf there. downstairs by morning. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I pass my ale over to Zolomir. <laughs> this will help. <laughs> I grab it trembling. Chugging at it. As, as you lift it up, your hands shaking and you're spilling ale on yourself, but you just chuck it back as running across the side of your face. Blaylock, you're looking at him and and you understand a little bit, but like it's not yeah. near as bad as he's making it out to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna use prestidigitation and I'm gonna kinda clean him up a little bit. Okay. Blaylock waves his hand and and, and all your, your wet spots from the ale clean like disappear from your clothes. Do I notice in my misery? Oh yeah. Yeah, you notice you, you got drier. I'm gonna take out my dagger and reach for the meat and just take a stab at a bunch of the meat and start gnawing at it trying to quench the uh, the burn. Alright. So you start eating the meat and Rackney reaches up and grabs another leg takes a bite. So! What the... What brings you here? Not, not this! <clears throat> well... Not the Craig, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's that's certainly true for you. You don't need any more hair on your wiener. <laughs> I have enough hair. <laughs> but, no, we've come in search of uh, Uncle Stone Splitter, who we found, and... We may take a journey to the Ice Flame Peaks. Ice Flame Peaks, you say? That's, uh... Mm. <laughs> well, drink up, boys. Uh, it was nice meeting you. I guess, uh... Probably the last to see you, if that's where you're headed. Mm. We have heard that before. Mm. Why are you all so afraid of the mountain? Dark things live up that mountain, not to mention the goddamn cold. Why I came to see you, actually. (sighs) You were pretty good at making some warm clothes. Well, I can make warm clothes for you. It might take a bit for this big one, but... Hmm. Well, as you've already stated, I have hair. Yes. But up there, you're going to need more than hair. Interesting. I figured you, you came... I, the ice flame peaks? It's cold. Um, mm-hmm. Dragons have lived there over dragons. the years. Dragons? What? I thought the dragons had all disappeared. Not from- on Drakenvold. She takes another big bite of meat. Sometimes they bother us here in the city. They come in, cause a bunch of problems. Everybody's screaming like babies. But, uh, you know, they never really stay for long. Dragons, are they passing by? Are they stopping? Oh, what? You ever known of a dragon to pass by anything? 
You think they hang out, have some tea? I don't know many dragons. Yeah, let me tell you. They don't have tea. And the crag will be get, the, the least of your worries. I'm getting a little squirmy in my seat with all the dragon talk. Most of the people come here. They're more interested in the mine. Going on with the mine. Don't you know Breckensfjord? Uh, no, today's the first day I've actually been into it. Ah, well, she takes a bite. Let me tell you a story. Ah, takes a big old drink of ale. Breckensfjord was built on the, the ancient city of Uthmenanon. Long time ago. Earthquake. Probably dragon. This is around the time of Varsith. Main central pillars gave out. Entire area came crashing down. Covered the whole city. Many people died. <laughs> well, lava flows, rocks, years. Breckensfjord was built on top of it. So then, the king, King Crag Axholt himself, he said, our people need their history. So, a couple groups got together, getting mining in the mine, pulling out artifacts, taking them to our treasures past. Old Hamish takes care of them so that we can remember what's gone on. Interesting. So, well, that draws all sorts of peoples. So we have Hamish's group, the Organization of Relic Recovery. You can see those guys, and she points over the side of the room. You see on their arm, you see a big old patch with the R on it. That's, uh, that's the organization. And then you have the Smashers, run by Dirk Firmjaw. You see that one over there? Hammer on his on the patch on his arm. That's the Smashers. What was the first name again? The Smashers and the what? The Organization of Relic Recovery. Everyone just calls them the Organization. Or whatever. Who, who runs them? Who, who runs that group? Hamish Stone Splitter. A good lad. Interesting. And then, of course, you have the Dwarven Federation for the Poor, run by Colin Greybeard. You can see their patch, it's got a mountain on it with a bag of gold coins inside the image. All they do is take it out, sell it, and distribute the money to the poor. Kind of a social project. But, she takes another big bite. That's what most people are here for. But the, uh, 
you see, you got to be careful because the organization, they don't get along with the Smashers. The Smashers are outsiders. But they've got uh, they've got their permits. Permits. Yeah, they got permits from the king himself to work the mines. Interesting. I'm definitely going to have to seek them out. I went there earlier, but apparently it was too late. Yes, I, well, people gotta eat. <laughs> mm. Yes, our clocks are a little out of sorts. We have traveled hard these past few days. She sets it down, takes a drink of ale. And she looks out the door. Robbie! I haven't seen him in ages! And jumps up and just runs out the table outside towards someone that's random outside. And you see him just give him a hug and, and begin walking off down the street. What? Well, I guess we were done with that conversation. That was extremely odd. Yes, that is odd. Did we see the person out there? No, it just it happened really quick. It was just a, a what you saw was just another dwarf. Oh. <clears throat> well. Well, gentlemen. Well, I do have rooms, so I hand each one of them a key. Hmm. You got me in my own room. That's what you said. That was <coughs> nice of you. Thank you, Grayson. Do the keys have numbers on them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess say. Oh, thank you for the key. I don't really need it, but it makes it easier. Well, since you don't even know what room got you, you just uh, gonna randomly open doors. An empty room is a room they'll do just fine. Yeah. Not sure they're all empty. Ah. Well, needless to say, they could be empty very easily. <sighs> okay. I think we're going to have to be bailing you out of jail. As you. I, I hope not. <laughs> well, you know, we had the conversation, but apparently he has forgotten already. And yes, I'm talking like you're not at the table. <laughs> <laughs> new city, new adventures, new people. I think we'll do just fine here. And that, as you're there talking amongst yourself, you start hearing a commotion on the other side of the, the tavern. Well, you lads always stealing our stuff. You're not a dwarf. You can't have it. Well, you lads are, are killing our people. And you see two of the groups get up with the signifying patches on their arms. And 
they start uh, forming a circle as, as people appear from uh, different sides of the room and one of the the organization folk throws uh, another one into the ta- your table and the table turns over and you're all standing there what do you want to do I'm just watching I'm watching yeah I'm just I'm, I'm watching I want to see what we're, I'm gonna see what happens you see as they they start brawling back and forth and uh, it's clear that um, the organization uh, there, there's more of them than than the smashers that you see there uh, any of the ones that that are from um, lost the freaking Any of the ones from the Federation uh, just kind of slink out of the room <laughs> away from, from this commotion. And uh, two of them dwarves jump on, on top of a, uh, a human that's there and just begin waylaying this guy, just blow after blow. And you can just hear the bones cracking uh, as he goes to town. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll, I'll begin to step in now. Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to come over there. So there's a circle around him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, most people have moved around back from this going on. Um, yep. There there are three humans and about five from the uh, dwarves. Mm. And two of, the hu- uh, two of the dwarves are just beating the tar out of uh, this smasher. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make my way to the inner circle. Okay, they, they sure kind of look at you. Mm. Excuse this is me. One of them. You can hear me in the background. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Super what, convincing. What are you gonna do, Blaylock? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start pulling back dwarves and and just try and pull them off of the human. Okay, that's enough. One of them comes up and just socks you right in the stomach. <laughs> you take um, three points of damage. Okay. And, and then, you, you uh, see one of them after yeah. he punches you. It's another smasher, boy! Come to take our stuff! I am no smasher, but I will not stand by and watch you beat this man to death. And as you as you say that, you look up and you just see this dwarf flying at you from the rafters. You don't even know how he got up there. And he's coming in with both fists. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, gosh. Um, Triple so, damage. Is that what it was? Triple damage. <laughs> okay. Um, you take uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Yep. As he just both hands right into your face. You hear uh, Blaylock's head snap back uh, as as you fall to the floor prone. I'm going to look over at Grayson and kind of give him a look. 
And I'm gonna stand up, <clears throat> kind of take a breath, and then prepare for the act that I'm about to put on. And I'm gonna start stumbling, kind of bouncing into things as I'm headed towards the the uh, uh, pack of people that are going at each other. And I'm gonna start grabbing my stomach, making it look like I'm just incredibly intoxicated. And I'm gonna start mumbling, "Oh, I, I think I'm gonna throw up. I, th I think I'm gonna puke." Oh my. And then I'm going to start spewing acid. <laughs> okay. Wow. First. <clears throat> God. Give oh, me a God. performance check with disadvantage because you're poison. This crag is terrible. Uh, 13. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're just you're just letting it belt out. Yep. All right. Um, what's the save? Uh, fifteen. Dex. First one fails. Second one saves. Third one saves. Fourth one saves. The smasher fails. The other smasher fails. And Blaylock, go ahead and roll for me. What am I, just DC check? Yep, whatever it is, dex or what con. Is, is dex? Oh, dex, dex. Is it dex? dex. Is it dex? Zormir? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Bloop! Uh, nat 20. Oh, nice. Nice. All right, roll up your damage. Uh, nine. Okay. So all of a sudden, Zormir stumbles in and just... And as he does, the room just, you just hear it sizzling as bits of it hit the wood and, and things, and things start melting and breaking down. And the everything kind of stops for a second as they, they look at you and you kind of wipe your mouth. Um, Grayson, what are you doing? I'm sitting I in my larger. chair. <laughs> Okay. Just, <laughs> just take my chair. Alright. Uh with Blaylock being down on the ground. Um <laughs> two of them run over to, to hit Zoramir. He misses and he hits. You take three points of bludgeoning damage as he just slams a fist into your face. I stumble off to the side and go over to Blaylock and offer him out a hand uh, to try and pull him up real quick. Okay. And you see a couple of them just start still just waylaying on, on one of the guys. Okay, am I standing up? Yep. All right, uh, I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna pull off the last one, the last dwarf off of him, and and um, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna try and pull and and just try and, and grapple him and try and pull him off of there. Okay, uh, Grayson, make a perception check and and uh, let me know what it is. Uh, and Blaylock, make a strength check to pull him off. Boy, lock, make a strength check. 
All right, my wife distracted me. Bloop. Um, that's a twenty-two. Okay. Wow, nice. He's strong now. Mm, so he's strong. You you grab one by the back of the collar and just rip him off and throw him uh, a bit across the room and he goes smashing into a table and he's kind of blinking a couple times looking at you and you just kind of snort at him with a mean look um, Ooh, this is the first time I can use this because I'm a minotaur and it never comes up uh, I like to use I think it's called intimidating presence okay and I, hold on Imposing presence. Oh, you have proficiency in one of the following skills. Persuasion. Never mind. Whatever. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Defeated. Defeated. I'm good. Well, you know what? I'll try and use it, and I'm going to uh, try and, and, and talk everybody down um, from this. I was like, this is uncalled for. Hmm. There's clearly another way to solve this dilemma. That's enough. Uh, roll your persuasion. <laughs> oh, charisma. Ten. I have like a minus three to charisma. Ed, um, from behind you, one of them says, yeah, enough of this. And he just punches you right in the ribs. <laughs> and you take six points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, goodness. Uh, as you see, uh, a couple of dwarves dragging one of the smashers out the back door it seems like these dwarves are popping up out of nowhere and they they start uh, just waylaying you uh, from all sides Zormir one misses misses and hits mm. you take three points of bludgeoning damage Let's get out of here. Can I non-lethally use Thunderwave? No. <laughs> Spells don't work like that. <laughs> and I just like I, I just want to shock the tar out of everybody. <laughs> in, a, in a frustration. <laughs> uh, I, I think I have a solution here, but I don't know. Oh nope, don't want to use that. Wind wall is 3d8 bludgeoning damage if they fail to save. Never mind. Alright, well, we're being pummeled by dwarves. Yep. Mm. Alright, uh, well, I'll get Zormir and I'll nod at him, and then we'll just start barreling our way out of here. Okay. You start kind of pushing them back and, and throwing as many of them as you can, and you get to about where, where Grayson's sitting and he's just smile on his face watching this happen um, and you hear heavy footsteps 
as guards enter the building and you see a lot of the, the, the organization, everybody starts skittering and running and they, they run out the back as the guards snatch hold of all three of you. All three of us? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, poor Grayson. And that's where we'll end it for Could, tonight. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't stay out of trouble. <clears throat> Y'all are coming with me. As the guards take all three of you pull you out of the building and that's why we're we're ending for tonight uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> off, to the, off to the gulag Grayson's getting what he wanted uh, mind your own fucking business <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we got. So, ah, in the music there. Well, this was our last one for the year. Starting here in a couple of weeks, we'll have been streaming for a year. It's been mm. a fantastic ride, ups and downs. We started on Mixer, moved to Twitch. Uh, it's been it's been a quite a ride for the year. Um, we hope everyone's loving it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I love my players and and mm. all this. Aww. So let's look forward to 2021. Maybe we'll get to go outside again. Um, what? <laughs> I'm what? Yeah. Um, and, and hopefully uh, we can even maybe get some in-persons in sometime this this next year but this will continue online uh always if i can ever get my some of my stuff figured out here it seemed to run a little better tonight um but yeah we thank you all that watch and enjoy the show we're going to continue on and uh have a good new year stay safe don't drink too much don't don't Uh, forget the butter don't forget the butter yeah so Peace out. Until next week. Take care.